But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Some uh, nasty freak has left me a voicemail from a 201 number. I don't trust him. I've, uh, I've I've gone back to my old habit of uh, answering the, the calls and just like immediately asking them if they want my debit card information and like trying to push it on them. Like being I, overly pushy on my end. I I love I love doing that. I love yeah uh, trying to force your banking information onto them um, or giving them a reason why like you're you're excited to get on with this transaction. Like I uh, I did that the other day at, at work where. Um, it's it's my favorite scam. It's the Con Ed um, uh, scam where they call and the, it, it's an automated call and it says that your electric will be shut off in the next thirty to forty five minutes if you don't pay this outstanding bill. And it, but it gives it it doesn't connect to you right away. It gives you a number to call back. So I think uh, so you call back and someone picks up in a room of like one hundred people. You just hear a, like a, how many, a number of other people you hear on the phone um, and. Uh, I start giving them the reason why, like this can't happen. I'm, I'm just like, I'll give you the money. Like, tell you, let me know what it is. I like, I'll hand it over because, like, I got a guy coming over to jack me off in 45 minutes, and I can't, I can't have it. I can't have it. it like, <laughs> it can't. It, this needs to look good. <laughs> I gotta have this off my mind, <laughs> or I'm just gonna be flushing forty dollars down the toilet. I love doing that. That's the. Uh, I really enjoy that. Or I. Uh, yeah, I tell them like I can't. I, I said like I'm I'm on disability because I got my dick ripped off on 9/11. Uh, all the all the classics. I go yeah, through all the classics. Pinched like I got I'm on, my my electric can't go out. My life support machine will will turn off. I'm, <laughs> I'm on, the machine is the only thing keeping me alive after my dick was ripped off when it got pinched between the towers. <laughs> life support for my dick. I've changed the way that I said it. I've, I used to say pinch between the towers and I've decided recently after years of saying it the same way that I, I now say shorn clean. <laughs> oh, I like it. You, really, you have to think about it. That's a good visual. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. I, uh, I always enjoyed when you'd say on Rocket League, uh, I got my dick ripped off on the news and then you'd follow it up with everybody saw. <laughs> 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 that was always my favorite one. I still use that in Rocket League. Um, <laughs> everyone hated playing with me because uh, because I, I did it constantly. I ruined the game. Yeah, we played on one TV. So Mike decided that he was going to get into the chat. And like that was it. I couldn't use my controller while he was doing that. It was We were just sitting there losing. And he was just like, my dick got ripped. He was just like, Google uh, chemtrails. <laughs> it's clear what your yep. priorities are we uh, all do it anyway but uh i was bad at the game and i didn't have fun so my my you gotta make it fun you jet fuel can't melt steel beams was the classic one as well <laughs> jet fuel can't melt I mean, steel beams uh google chemtrails bush did 9-11 <laughs> my favorite that brian and i did what, what i i got him on my side with this and we just kept on asking uh everyone about the uh, questions about janet jackson and jermaine dupree's relationship <laughs> <laughs> do you think she's okay yeah, like the, <laughs> and uh the what i ended up what, what what ended up getting typed when i was trying to do it in haste was jacket jansen did she love the man 
Jacket Jansen's gonna be Jacket Jansen for a did, really long time. <laughs> did she love the man? Uh, that voice you're hearing, and welcome to the Dismal Tide. We we seem to just love diving right into it, and I feel like we may there's we have a Discord now, so we we may start getting new uh, listeners. We should just like introduce her. To inter- I, I feel like oh, the I feel fuck. like introduce ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> You want to go, go around the room, say who you are and what you do? Last week, I tried to start uh, – I tried it one time where I was just going to let all my sentences hang and let everybody wait for me to finish talking and just never finish. And I, good, only did it, I only did it once. Sorry, I think I'm going to do it a few more times tonight. I like it. I think it's good. I think it's good energy. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get caught flat-footed by that every yeah, single time. Uh, I'm Brendan, and uh, I am one of the hosts of The Dismal Pod. Hello. I'm uh, Mike, and I'm also one of the hosts of the Dismal Tide. Not a host of the Dismal Tide. She said her name was Liz. Her microphone was a little quiet at the beginning of that. Liz. Oh boy, not not coating yourself in glory on that one either. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First lady of the show, Liz, has joined us. Actually, that would imply she's married to one of us, wouldn't it? I'm married Both. to the president. She's She's the uh, president of the Dismal Tide. Secretary of State. I don't know. I think I'd probably. I think it would probably be Mike. Uh, well, I am like an incredibly valued cabinet member. I'm not vice president because that's a terrible position. I want to be like I'm like Secretary of the Treasury because I pay the bills. I I was the witness at Liz's wedding, and we uh, did joke about how funny it would be if uh, her and Andy <laughs> misfiled the paperwork and ended up marrying me instead. <laughs> Johnson were, were <laughs> any com- any combination me and it, me and you or me and Andy would yeah. be I, either way is very good. Yeah, really anything but the designed wedding would be pretty funny. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. They let me get a bottle of wild turkey through security. I'd put it through a metal detector. They kind of give you like a wink. They're just like, "All right, you guys have fun." No, nah, they just didn't stop me. Yeah, they just didn't even look. There were so many people there that day. I just don't think they gave a fuck. Um, but yeah, great. It's great to, to be back here talking to you guys. We're, we're still, we're recording. This is a Thursday night, which is a typical recording time now. Uh, we still don't know who the president is. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess it does long term. It doesn't really, it, no, no one seems to be especially worried about it at the moment. We had it on for a little bit today and just the pitch of the talking, like I haven't watched, I haven't watched anything, you know, like no CNN and no MSNBC. Like I just couldn't do it. I've been following the map or whatever um, from the Associated Press, but I, I just can't watch the news. Like the fevered sort of frenzy of like, you know, watch our show for so that we get good ratings. Like, is that still happening? It is all very. It does really all come off very manic, very yeah, just and like so fucking desperate. Like, desperate, so thirsty desperate yeah. for people to watch. Like, you need to be concerned about this. You need to be really fucking concerned. Um, so you watch our stupid show. It also uh, like I it also has a tendency to make you like forget the things that like. Like every election that I can remember, you get like geared up for what to expect election night, at least a little bit. And I know the polls have been absolute junk, but the entire Democratic position was just like, this is where the mail-in vote, mail-in vote doesn't get get counted till later. This could be an ugly election day. And still, everybody was losing their minds on election day. It's so hard to like keep 
It was like we never talked about it. It was like I was thinking. Yeah, it was crazy today. Like everything that we thought was gonna happen in terms of mail-in ballots and what they were gonna mean for who, like that is happening. Like right. we called people called this and predicted it. Like I mean, it's okay. Like just let it happen. I, uh, you know, they, they started saying that on on Tuesday night, or probably around midnight, uh, on MSNBC. Uh, many of my enemies, such as. Yeah. Uh, Claire McCaskill and Michael Steele and James Carville. These uh, fucks, they really just like march. Go ahead. Sorry. I could do that all day. All three of them, when they were asked, when they were being asked about it by Rachel Maddow, are going, don't worry about it. It's, uh, they're like, once, like, I'm talking to all the people. Uh, like, I, I, I it, it's easy to just say whatever, especially at that point. Because like we're in like hour ten of coverage after like four years of talking about this every day, you can say basically anything and it'll just be forgotten. It doesn't matter if you're wrong. But all three of them were so calmly saying, "Don't worry about it. Give it a, give it time. When they count, like the the votes are there. Just give it time." And uh, and you know what? The, the they they knew something we didn't at the time. It was just like margin. They know the margins a bit better. Well, first of all, I don't give Michael Steele a fucking inch. That man doesn't know anything. Fuck no. you, Michael Steele. Suck my dick. Shut up. Um, that said, like they did know they they have a better sense of like the margins and just like if Trump is up three percent right now in liberal ass state, like this isn't gonna hold. It's just it takes so long to count the votes in the cities. But in any case. Uh, we're, um, we're, we're in, still, still, still very much enjoying the, the, the Trump and Trump family meltdown. Uh, like obviously the Biden presidency, it won't be so great, but the, the, Will not. no, <laughs> everything that's happening, everything that's happening today, uh, is, is very funny. So like the three of us have pretty similar politics. So how do you feel today? It looks like, I mean, gun to my head, I'm saying Biden's winning. He's probably going to win. It seems like he'll pick up at least one of a couple of these states left. He might just win Pennsylvania and it'll just be over. Uh, yeah, I would say give that a few hours. Right. What do we think is going to happen in Nevada? Because, I mean... He seems to be holding. Yeah, like that'll that'll get him to it too. Yeah, and Nevada and Arizona been blue the whole time. So yeah, and he's catching up in Arizona. Um, but like, well, these these numbers, uh, this is gonna age very poorly. What I wanted to ask is how how you two like feel after the election. Uh, I mean, just to get the ball rolling, like I feel kind of fucking vindicated. I feel like uh, they punched left whenever they wanted to try and obtain some fucking magic, you know, red turned blue vote, some Trump turned uh, Biden vote that didn't exist. They praised these Lincoln uh, project fucks. And like the entire time I was just like, these guys don't come back for half. They're, they're fucking professionals. Like they're goblins. They're ghouls. Don't trust these people. It doesn't exist. Like stand for something. And they didn't. And they got creamed down, down ballot. And I feel kind of justified. Like I've been saying this shit for four years. Yeah, um, I I've, I haven't been saying it so enthusiastically because after uh, uh, after the, the 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 Bernie campaign turfed out, uh, I decided that I didn't know what voters wanted anymore. <laughs> I agree with you there. I I was just I was talking to my brother actually about family members 
that are just like eating this eating this shit up about um i mean they've just totally been sucked in to uh to whatever the republicans are selling that whole brand and like i don't i also feel like my conclusion from that whole conversation i don't know what voters want either i don't i don't know i I don't know at all like i want to say i want to say that it's a like populist economic economically driven like um uh, focuses on your material needs, like that sort of thing. But I don't even know if I think that. Like, I don't know that that would make a difference either. If well, if Democrats ran somebody who who you know was like that and offered something, I feel that's I, my I, problem with Biden is that he just offered fucking nothing. I think I think uh, I, I think what we saw is that what the people want is uh, drugs. Drugs, dr- the the overwhelming winner in 2020 is drugs. Yeah, it was a good year for drugs. Yeah, That's that that pa- everywhere that was on the ballot. I think it passed. Um, and uh, it's everything. Everything's uh, it's decriminalized. Like you yeah. can't. You still pay a fine. Yeah, you sure. can't. You can't open up a, a meth store. Oh, damn. But if they find that meth much- on you, apparently it's like a hundred dollar fine, or they send you. And I don't know if you have a choice in what they do. But, or they'll send you to like, like a, uh, not rehab, but like, do you need to be in rehab sort of the, thing? I forget the, the exact wording for it. The bad news is uh, Oregon voted for a raise on cigarette taxes. So, you know, freedom is gone in the shitter. <laughs> Where are the flavored vapes? Fuck freedom, man. That's freedom. I feel like I'm smoking a straight pomegranate. No. No, I'm, I still have uh, a weed vape, but I don't really use it that often. I haven't, uh, I haven't had a cigarette in almost a year now, which isn't, an, a, yeah, but it's, it sounds like an accomplishment. I make it sound like I actually smoked. Like I bought, uh, I think in all of 2019, I'd say I bought four packs of cigarettes. Well, you were just you're slowly winding down, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'd say that's how we did it too. We kind of, I mean, we did eventually, we just like called it and we were like, no more weekend smoking either. Like not even when you're, not even when you're drinking. Um, but we, I mean, we got to a point where, where we only smoked on the weekends. Cause I always felt bad going into like, if a kid ever like would even smell it on me, not that they would ever say anything, but just the idea of that. I was like, Ugh, I can't, that's too awful. I don't yeah. know if I can do that. Not having a anyway. conversation with students about how I smell like cigarettes. <laughs> I this is a total tangent, but like speaking of that, I I had this beautiful cigarette case, and I I like I used it all the time. It was like a gift from a friend, and I lost it at my first student teaching placement. Like I'm pretty sure a kid found it and they took it, and <laughs> I uh, I've always felt like a real piece of shit for that. But what like it, yeah, kid just I smoked all your cigarettes. <laughs> Some nine-year-old. It's also very fun. Yeah, you can't. You have to go in front of the class the next day and just be like, "Listen, right. I know one of you took my cigarettes." <laughs> <laughs> I, had my, I had to tell my like supervising teacher. I was like, "So did you see a cigarette case?" <laughs> like, it just and I didn't know him at all. Just sort of like gay reading the room there, trying to figure out like, "Are you going to give me shit for this?" Like, it was fun. <laughs> I should have. I should have just asked them. Which one of you little bastards took my cigarettes? You, you just have to, yeah, you just have to corner, <laughs> you corner the bad kid. <laughs> a kid in a cut off, uh, denim vest. <laughs> just yeah. like, let me, let me talk to you outside. With the backwards hat. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> uh, now I, I, I would, um, I don't know. Well, nothing, nothing's happened this entire year. There's no, there's no reason to go. I, I hate just going outside and smoking. Like I wouldn't just go outside and smoke by myself. Like uh, something's got to be happening. I, I only ever used to smoke when I was drinking and like I, for like in college, like I had a couple cigarettes, not drinking. I was like, yeah, this is insane. This sucks. I hate the taste of this. Um, and I, now I don't even do that. I smoke plenty of weeds so my lungs aren't healthy, but I don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, and no, I, I, I talk about cigarettes almost every day. <laughs> you do. You love, the idea, you love the idea of cigarettes. I like it. Yeah. I mean, conceptually, I think they're great. Also, it's like nice to just have more like accessories to carry around. It's cool to just have a lighter and enjoy it. Uh, Liz, your your mic is like hard to pick up. Oh, sorry. It's like it picks up after you talk for like two seconds. Yeah. So it, yeah, you don't say any uh, short sentences. You just have to keep speaking. Just it, give it a long um. What would be better? It goes like we got, well, we got be you. Better. We got you in the second syllable of better. So it, actually, I think it would be funny if you began everything by saying um for a while. Uh, well, now now it's already it's it's already been warmed up, so now I picked up all that. Dang. Doesn't matter. Um, we have the neon Marlboro sign. Uh, I I don't even remember where Andrew got that, but uh, it's in our it's one of in one of our bedrooms now, and he just like put it. We have it plugged in pretty regularly, and seeing <laughs> the sign like makes us. Like we've been talking about getting an emergency pack of cigarettes for the house. Well, that's just a downhill. And uh, it's not a good idea, but I want it so bad. I just I want to I want to have them in our like little junk drawer with all of our lighters, just to be like, well, if I need it, it's here. It's just you don't. It's the thing not to be that guy or anything, which is like there's no you don't need it. No, it's what could happen. Well, there's a certain sort of. There's a certain sort of person that. Like what can, if I need a delayed fuse on this thing? There's a certain sort of person that uh, can have something in the house, like um, uh, as as a Roderick on the line listener, uh, like John Roderick. Uh, oh, I know this. Yeah, know. yeah, quit, ahead. yeah, quit drinking and smoking, but has like a bottle of whiskey on the top of his fridge, and he keeps a pack of cigarettes just like on the ledge on on a door frame. They're just on the like on the top ledge of the door frame. And he's just, ha- he's just, they've just been sitting there for 20 years. But he's just like, he likes to keep them around so he knows that he has power over it. Yeah. But, but they're there. <laughs> like, the, uh, whereas if, if there was a pack of parliaments in this house, they would be leaving the house with me every day. I don't know how long I'd be able to hold out. I mean, no, I don't. I genuinely don't. Because I am not John Roderick. I am the opposite of that. If it's here, then... Yeah, I don't really have self. You know, it does like it does bother me that like the if it's in the like I could also say the same of if there were like ice cream sandwiches in the house, they would all go away. But it does make like especially working in a liquor store, and like you see how people portion control things, and you just go and like no, they come in here four times a day to buy something small because if they bought a big one, they would drink it all. And so and I think that sometimes too, I'm just like, no, I'm like, I'm like, why well, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not buying a handle of something. It's going to be gone. And I'm just like, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have two minutes of whiskey. I have these two uh, miniature whiskeys here, but they're, they're distributor samples. So it doesn't count. That's the only size that they come in or the size that that was given for, for free. 
Um, my, I have a pretty good self-control when it comes to that sort of stuff, but I've never had to like give up anything that hard. So I don't really know. I do know that I have a half eaten carton of ice cream in my fridge for a while. You know, I don't, I don't destroy it. Um, there's a bottle of vodka in there full, never opened. Uh, I'm a Tito's man now. Tito's is delicious vodka. So are we. That's what we always get. Tito's is the best. Uh, our, uh, my friend Bill bought it for my friend Lizak, and he oh, everybody knows these people. The um, and he left it at my apartment, so he's like, "Well, this is my Tito's now, and it's it's wonderful." It's delicious. It's great. It's a good house vodka. Love a nice house vodka. <laughs> yeah, gotta have gotta have a house vodka, and uh, and uh, and one hundred and one is our house whiskey. Tito's uh has just become the uh the default uh think that every, like friday nights the after new seven, gray goose friday nights after seven o'clock basically every person under 30 who's coming through the door is coming to buy a bottle of tito's and espalon like those are the two things that they get the uh like well, a guy in boat shoes uh not not anymore that was the that was the example a few years ago that that, that moment has passed but you'd get a guy in boat shoes and salmon shorts who would come in uh saturday at like 4 30 <laughs> And they just and they just go Tito's or Espalon, uh, or like to each other, and then see which one he brought to the counter. And oftentimes both. You had the option of one, yeah, one, one or the other, or both. And uh, you know Espelon's what? Espalon's whiskey, wait. right? No, it's a tequila. It's a twenty-six dollar tequila, or we sell it for that anyway. Uh, okay, yeah, I think I've had it. Uh, but anyway, it's fine. There, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with Tito's. It's just that they're they're uh, their customer base. I don't think I'd be friends with them, generally speaking. At least with me. Uh, well, ah, not for long. Not for long. Friends with me, yes he is. Uh, no, I. And Liz, you're friends with Liz too. Having having really strong, getting in an actual fight about vodka preference. <laughs> be really Wait, funny. Let's make tonight the fucking night. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> if Friendship you like New Amsterdam, like, you're a fucking bitch. I don't care if it's cheap. <laughs> Well, Fuck that you. could actually lead you down a road because uh, they make Pink Whitney, which is the the barstool hockey podcast. Uh, the uh, uh, spit and chicklets. Pink Whitney is the is new the New Amsterdam makes their uh, podcast branded barstool vodka, um, and that's uh, uh that's cool. That, that, cool that could you just said yeah. We get a lot of phone calls about that. We probably should carry it. Do you really? Yeah. It's, it's a, also every it's, once in a while it, you get somebody with a bar. High, it's it's surprisingly high alcohol and surprisingly cheap. It's uh it's it's really great for uh uh, uh for for their target demographic. If there was a discotide branded uh booze, what would it be? I I think that if any liquor people ever approached us, um, I feel like. About a booze specifically is the one thing I would be completely hands off. I would just say like, you got to go through Mike for this one. Like I'm not going <laughs> to presume to like, Hey, if he narrows it down to two or three choices, like I'm happy to throw my hat in the ring, but I'm not about to make big decisions on behalf of the dismal tide. And we have a professional. You know, that's the thing because I've now been doing this as a job for about eight years. And, uh, and, but there's also a bunch of shit that I still can't afford or don't want to pay for myself. Like no one would ever have the audacity to buy me alcohol for 
uh, for like uh, for like my birthday or so. Like no one's going to get me anything as a gift because they're like, no, he probably he was probably doesn't like that. He probably knows all the all the good stuff. And just like I would really really enjoy it if people just bought me expensive things. <laughs> and just like I can promise you that I like a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> don't be afraid to buy Mike stuff. You don't, buy, don't be afraid if there's a ninety dollar whiskey and you don't know if I'd like it, but you want to get like you think that's an appropriate amount to spend on me. You just do it. Or do you think that you're that they're afraid of something like if if they bought you a ninety dollar whiskey, you go like, wow, yeah, thanks, this is very wow, yeah, I got There's three, a fifty dollar got... one that's pretty good as well. That you probably could have gotten, but uh, no, this one's great. I would be more scared of one more for the, one more for the pile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is like a pint worth of Smirnoff in a liter bottle on my bar right now, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I have way more booze than you. You heard yeah. here, everyone. Get him some alcohol. Send me alcohol. Just I because I get a discount at work doesn't mean I want to actually pay for it. I actually, uh, for me, tired I'm of my, tired of paying money for things. My, Ready for uh, everything to be free. My liquor cabinet is pretty hopping right now compared to what it usually would be. I got some High Life. I got some Claw. I got uh, I got some red wine. I got Tito's. I got like a little thing of what. Weird rum thing that you used to have. Oh. You used to have a weird yeah, rum I went to fucking <laughs> Bahamas. I don't know why I remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went to the Bahamas and like I had to hit some like purchase minimum or something. Uh huh. No, I think I was just being a tourist actually. Yeah. But I bought like rum swizzle. Yeah, that's bottles right. of oh. rum swizzle. And it, you bought two bottles of rum swizzle, right? Which was so good. Drink. Oh, that's funny. I haven't, thought, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't thought about that in years. Um, I bought, yeah, I bought these two, like, or three, like, really expensive bottles of rum swizzle because it was um, so good down there. Uh-huh. And then when I got it back to the States, like, in the bottle, I fucking hated it, and I was so mad that I bought it. I spent, like, 40 or 50 bucks on those bottles. And I think I just gave you one of them, didn't I? I was like, I need to be rid of this. Somebody drink this is probably how it went away. Like, I just open it up to the field. Like, anybody, please, God, get rid of this fucking swizzle. Hang on, I have to turn my air conditioner on because it's it's too stuffy in here. Okay. Liz, do you want What? I'm specifically not turning the conversation to climate change, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm too hot. Okay. Uh, Liz, do you want to watch? Do you want to listen to that video of the man apologizing? Um, I do. I'm kind of excited for you to hear it. Um, uh, so, uh, apologize, apologies to our listeners if you uh, were coming here for the newest, most recent sports news. Because this is not new or recent. This happened. This video was posted August 20th. Um, and this is Tom Brenneman. He is the, uh, I believe, play-by-play, was the play-by-play announcer for the Reds. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Reds. Uh, yes, for the Reds. And uh, he got fired on August 20th. Uh, the, the video you're about to listen to, I guess, oh, yeah, I can screen share. You're about to watch and listen to is called uh, Tom Brenneman Slur, Apology and Firing Live. Um, and, uh, his apology, especially is, uh, is pretty fucking great. All right. 
hit the wrong button. I want to, uh, I'm going to wait for Mike, though. There he is. All right, here we go. Ringing very vague bells. Like, I, I don't remember anything that was said, but like, I think, I think I have heard this before, but I forgot about it. So I'm excited to hear it again. We're going to get right into it with the slur. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back. I've turned my air on. I've got a bottle of uh, cachaça. Here we go. Castellanos, it's gonna be a home run. Uh, I consider myself a man of faith. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drive to left field by Castellanos. <laughs> uh, he only knows how to talk in announcer like cadence. I love it. He's just well, like I mean, he, you know, he, you spend enough time with that headset on. Well, it, it's actually funny to uh, to say that because then it's just like, well, then why would you have said what you said? You know, it just like if you're in that booth that you ever feel comfortable <laughs> talking. Like, why would, yeah, like why would you ever take that? Ri- or like, I don't know. Yeah, you're just really banking on how much your coworkers like you. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's that that it just doesn't it doesn't come up. You know, <laughs> it, it's, it's never, <laughs> yeah, I've never had to say that. Before. I did tell I did tell the joke at work today that it's one it's generally one of my favorite jokes and it doesn't translate to uh, it, it'll work for the the two of you, but um, uh, uh, but and I assume many listeners have heard it, but it's more of a visual joke where you say, uh, uh, "How does every racist joke start?" And it's the look over the shoulder. <laughs> that's I do love that joke. That's a that's a good joke. The actual every racist joke is the same. It's always just the, it's all it's just like a Mad Libs thing. Like there's never any <laughs> like it could be anything. It, it's yeah. like um, you know it, it just yeah. Like, tell uh, us your favorite racist joke. Well, uh, I can use I can use one that is just uh, 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 you can plug in anything. Where it's just how many pallbearers do you need at a whatever race funeral, and then just say only two handles on a trash can. But like it, like I've but I've heard people say that for like ten different races <laughs> or ethnicities. So it's just like they're all they're all transferable. None of them are none of them are especially specific. The only ones that are especially specific are about like where people say like white women fuck dogs. That is specific. <laughs> that's, the, 
<laughs> that's it. That's not really a joke. People really people people seem to mean it as like a statement of fact. <laughs> uh, the the Tom Brenneman thing has been getting used in like some tweets that I see every once in a while, and the the, the where they'll start off talking about something very serious. Who's like, well, Trump has made some really uh, wild accusations about how they're stealing the vote from him, and that's drive to deep left field. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy its use like that, because um, that that's gotta last forever. In any case, yeah, it's yeah. Of course, that that yeah, it happened months ago. But I'm happy to talk about it on the show because number one, we weren't recording at the time. Neither were a lot of people. Uh, two, it's extremely funny, and I think people, uh, no one, I, I don't think anyone's tired of that yet. It's like it, it's something that that's just kept on giving. That's stayed funny. <laughs> You got to ignore the home run, man. He was just like, but it's just like an officer at his post, you know? He's like, I have not yet, I have not yet clocked out. Yeah. can't not announce it. There are no ex-Marines. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. (laughs) It's like somebody walked into the the kitchen at five minutes before close. He was like, well, yeah, yeah. Whether I want to or not, you're getting that burger. Yeah, well, unless the grill's clean. I mean, that's usually the one thing where... Uh, I'm gonna, Brendan, are you worried about this when you're teaching that, uh, that you're just gonna like let something slip? Like just, I mean, basically just a curse, I guess. Um, uh, I've let curses never have you, I I never do. I never do. Um, it just like, you get into the pattern of like what you can say in, in like in front of students and, and like. I don't know. It's not as hard as I thought it would be, you know? Like, it's not I, that hard, no. It isn't. I think I think I, I almost said fuck once in a like, oh, I fucked that up. And I got halfway through the word. I was like, oh, I fuck. And, and I caught it. And like three kids in the back were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> say, no, say what you were going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. <laughs> we were old enough that they thought it was funny, so it was fine. But I've I've slipped a couple times. I think once I said like "fuck" and there was just like a kid standing somewhere I didn't see them, and then I like I like just looked. He was like, "Oh, you're like three feet away. You like definitely heard that." Mm. And then like, well, my job I gotta like spot kids and help them with stuff. Yeah. So like every once in a while, like something will happen. And just like a kid will slip, and I gotta catch them. You just kind of go like, "Oh shit!" Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, ah, shit. I'm I'm really good at not do like uh uh I've. I've now been in like customer facing jobs for basically my entire adult life. And I've been become very good at not, uh, not slip. I I've gotten like, like I said, uh, in the, in the new Borat, when like that guy is selling him his, the cage and he's just uh, like, uh, it's uh, just like, what's the best cage to put my daughter in? And the guy is just like this one, like he's un unflinching, just <laughs> selling him a cage. And and I and I just said I'm just like I've worked in retail long enough to a hundred percent understand this man like it, for you, for a quiet life like you just have to like you it doesn't matter it's you just like ah uh, yeah well you know hey <laughs> like, you want a cage is the best cage we got for your budget yeah this is the one yeah I yeah. totally agree with that you don't you don't like engage on any level other than let me sell you this thing. People exactly. are always trying to like be hilarious to retail store people. I'm just like, oh, I said, I, I told him I was buying a cage for my daughter and he sold it to me. He's like, yeah, he didn't really believe you, man. You no, it's just that. It, 
it, it honestly it just he'd probably rather deal with you than someone who was like trying to talk you into some deal like i don't know it's like their price break on that because you know i'm spending a lot of money like i will i will sell to the guy putting his daughter in the cage all day over the guy who was just like like any uh discounts like uh you know because first time customer discount anything like that yeah <laughs> I, yeah put that daughter in the cage but no, I won't. I will not say anything controversial to the uh, to the customers at all. The only thing today, when a woman told me I was on crack, when I told her that uh, that I thought the election was going fine. That's hilarious. <laughs> she said you're on crack. Yeah, you laugh in her face. She, well, uh, uh, we, <laughs> uh, my friend and I were just standing at the counter, just talking about, uh, t- uh, talking about, uh, really just the the job of the vice president, um. And that was enough for her to uh, just be like, so uh, what's your guys take on this? What do you think is going on? Like, how how do you, how you feeling right now? Cause I guess, and also in New York, you feel pretty comfortable talking to just about anybody assuming that that they're on your side. Um, And um, I, and I just went like that. I think think it's going fine. (laughs) (laughs) Because I really do. (laughs) I told her, I'm like, like, it's just slow. I know. I'm like. I know that the. Uh, I said. I know that the pollsters got us into this mess, but I've trusted them to get us out. <laughs> and I said. No, I've said. A, yeah, I've said a couple times because, like, the, I think the best way to follow just like little, like, brief, like, news, whatever, besides twi- uh, Twitter, is the 538 election blog, and just like I'll never go on this site again after this election. And just like you guys I, are, you guys are dug in like ticks. I, I said that like I, I think I said something about how Nate Silver needed to be executed like during the 2018 midterm and I, I've been I, I go on 5:38 every day <laughs> like in the, for the last like six weeks I'm just uh, uh, I'm I'm pathetic I'm weak. Uh, do you want to hear Chris Russo talk shit on Nate Silver? Uh, yes, actually that's a good transition. We couldn't find. Uh, yeah, I, I don't compliment to- compliment me on my transitions. I'm a professional. And I need you to uh, to be one as well. <laughs> Fine. Play the clip. Play the clip. Well, see now, I feel like you're again pushing the uh, the budget. The you know. My- I genuinely, I, I genuinely want to hear the clip though. Well, that's where I stand right now with the pollsters, who completely lost it four years ago. The Nate Silvers of the world. Nate, raise your hand. Who completely botched the 2016 election? Who never saw it coming? Every poster in America, including the New York Times, the Quinnipiac poll, you name it, who had no clue what was going on. Uh, you know, you want to give them a pass because that was a colossal shock and Hillary was such a horrendous candidate? All right, and maybe I'll give you one. But to do it again, is a mind-boggling scenario. And I don't know about you, but for a long period of the night last night and even early this morning, I thought Trump was going to be the president again. Nate Silva, the aforementioned, uh, who is a horrendous communicator, for him on television, for him to be on ABC, and I watched ABC last night because Big nerd. For him to be, and he wasn't the only one, but I'll pick on him for I feel like it. For him to go on (laughs) and sit there at 7 o'clock and essentially tell us, why are we even here? Biden's got by my calculations, he's got an 89% chance of winning the presidency and it shouldn't even be that close. Now listen, as it turns out, he's going to win, I get it. But I mean, there's there's nothing for these pollsters to bow about. They blew this election again. Nobody in, nobody in America thought that this would be that close. I didn't think so. 
You didn't think so. The pollsters certainly didn't think so. The media outside of Fox, and I don't know if it's pom-poms or they actually believed it, they didn't believe so either. But the pollsters here, as usual, blew it again. And if anybody, again, ever, as far as presidential politics or just politics in general is concerned, if anybody sits there and tells me about some dopey poll when it comes to a political race, I'm going to tell them to stick it where the sun don't shine. These guys are absolutely clueless. I got to say, I'm with Dog on this one. <laughs> yeah, Liz, that is like, a, he's a legendary sportscaster, and he just hit that out of the park. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, delivery, like, oh, it's so sharp. And yeah, well, he's a pro. Yeah. Well, Liz, you, you listen to enough radio, or at least uh, uh, by way of uh, uh, by way of Andy listening to enough radio, that I'm sure you've heard of multi- many mentions to Mike and the Mad Dog. Um, Mike Francesa. Yeah, they, oh, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, certainly, princess. But but yeah, they they, they were. Uh, uh, it was Mike and the Mad Dog was uh, was their show for for years on on WFAN. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a uh, uh, th- there's there's a great documentary. There's a great thirty for thirty about them, um, it, it, which does include the controversial nine uh, eleven episode. <laughs> but um, but uh, but yeah, they they were New York sports talk radio for uh, for for years, and the Chris Russo uh, uh, he's he's on his own now. But um, but <laughs> that's yeah, I don't know what that was. He's on he's just a, MLB uh, Network, but he probably yeah, has another show. I think too, he's right? got his satellite radio show. Um, oh yeah, he might have yeah, his own channel. Probably, probably got a podcast. I think he might have his own channel but, on. Saturday. In any case, yeah, I thought I I saw that immediately posted it in 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 Discord because it was just like this this is probably useful and just like Chris Russo screaming about Nate Silver. <laughs> uh, well, like it's, it was. Uh, I don't know. I mean, but look, I don't. I am not a statistician, uh, but like they had four years to figure this out and they fucked it up bad. Like what? I, what are they supposed to do now? Democrats, you had you had four years to think of it, and and I mean, what what did anybody do in those four years? And I mean, polls included there, but just like to do the same thing again, I just can't even comprehend it anymore. Like I can't, so I don't. So I just don't think about it. Which is they just don't. But they like, just don't I, care. Yeah, they don't. Care. There's bad. They're Republicans too. Yep. Like, you know, they're just nicer and the Republicans. That, and the disdain that they have for, you know, their voters is apparent and, you know, has been for a long time. It just, I don't know, when I'm, I sit and think about it for more than two I will, minutes, I, I, will, scream. I will vote for whichever candidate says that they're going to send me $1,200. <laughs> uh, I no, really, I was thinking, I, this, like, I, I, I support. I want, a stim- I, I want a stimulus check so bad, dude. It's... Every day I think about the stimulus check. <laughs> do you all really? Day, all day I dream about yeah. stimulus check. I do. I think yeah, it's, it's still Adidas. All day I dream I about stimulus. <laughs> all day I dream about stimulus. Yeah, all day. It's too many. It's far too many syllables. That's all day I, uh, again. I, like stim? I think it's catchy. No, I don't stim. It's not. It doesn't work. Something different, anyway. No, you can't force it. Like you always have to. The you can. All parody. Stimulus checks. Woo! 
Woo! You can sing it to, uh, I've been listening to a lot of Guided by Voices the last two days. So you can do it to uh, the tune of uh, Glad Girls. Stimulus checks. Only want to get my, only want to check my mail. <laughs> Stimulus checks. That, right? Assuming, yes, assuming Brendan's heard Glad Girls. I've heard Glad Girls. It's a great song. I'm, not I, off the, off, I'm sorry, off the top of my head, I can't immediately think of any, any others. Okay. Um, I have a question about a sports announcer. Yes. Actually, go ahead, caller. Two of them. Uh, the first one I have here is, <laughs> and I'm not sure why I worded it this way. Why does everyone hate Joe Buck? Everybody thinks that Joe Buck hates their team. Uh-huh. So, like, whenever your team gets into the biggest game of their like of your life, Joe Buck is the announcer, and they're not because yeah. <laughs> I don't hate Joe Buck, but I used to, uh-huh. um, for this reason because it yeah. just seems like he's rooting against your team. Joe Buck does Super Bowls and World Series, so uh, so if you ever get to that level, like you're you're as on edge as you've ever been in your entire life. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, the assumption and any any thing that is perceived to be negative it's that he is like pulling the levers uh against uh, against your team by saying these things over tv and turning public opinion and uh, uh creating a negative vibe that, that, that <laughs> yeah, is that's exactly in right. your team through the television yeah, um in reality joe buck is actually uh pretty good at his yeah. job um he is unapologetic about getting hair plants uh, or, or hair <laughs> transplant which i which i really appreciate yeah you gotta own um, that if you're gonna do it I think. and you know he's uh he's also a legacy uh uh, uh announcer because his father jack buck was the announcer for the cardinals uh for decades mm-hmm. um and uh he went into the family business and uh look i i'm sure that it absolutely helped that his father uh was the cardinals announcer but joe buck yeah. has done he does he's a, got the he, chops he's a, man he's got the voice he's got yeah, the he, cadence he's a pro. yeah he's got yeah he's an absolute so pro. he's yeah, I, I have I have uh, nothing bad to say about Joe Buck. I think they tried to give him a show. Was it on HBO? I don't remember. I remember they had a, they, he had a show, and they made the mistake of. In, uh, I don't remember this moment specifically, but uh, I, I think they did. They, they were doing this Joe Buck show, and they had Artie Lang on as a guest. And I can't remember the details, but something happened, <laughs> and it looked. And Joe Buck didn't handle it well, but like that's if you invite the the greater Howard Stern universe onto your show, like it's you're you've invited a problem. Yeah, it seems like I mean, how did you not know that something was going to happen? Yeah, like, like Howard, do not anticipate that. Yeah, like Howard has their respect. You do not. Like, yeah. or like uh, the, the Howard can control these people <laughs> because the. Because uh, he holds the keys to their entire life. Like they, can, <laughs> are, um, I mean, Artie's a, a, a you know good enough comedian, but uh, obviously, it, the further you'd go down that pecking order, like uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people. Uh, this is uh, it's eight minutes, but I found it. Uh, it's it's titled uh, "The Hilarious Segment Where Artie Berates Joe Buck to No End." <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Oh, well, let's uh, let's uh, let's see how it goes. Play some of it, and if yeah, yeah let's give it a ride. Yeah. Why not? These cachasas do not open. Um, 
I want to share my screen. Hold on. I've been in my boss's desk for months. He was cleaning out because he's afraid of, again, we have the mouse problem, as I mentioned. So he's cleaning everything out of his desk. So I got a bunch of free samples. But this could be from, this could be seven years old. Now, three guys who I am just thrilled to have on this set. First, an actor who died from SNL, Jason Sudeikis. In the bear, just trying to make you make a mistake. Right. And you didn't take the bait. Uh... I thought, uh, what's your second suckingcock.com? There we go. Now Artie's now he's going in hard on him. Suckingcock. Did you see what Angelina was wearing today? What no. the fuck? How about going to a sports website for Christ's sake? <laughs> Jason, would you like to follow that? Uh, nah. <laughs> By the way, I'm a, I'm a Giant fan, so I hate the Cowboys. Michael, don't kick my ass, but I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> By the way, you owe me money. I lost a lot of fucking money on you, motherfucker. There's a guy in Staten Island named Bobo who you were a Giant fan and a well-known homophobic. Clearly. <laughs> also a well-known homophobic. I, it's it's like a it's like a white trash gift from God that the fucking Cowboys have a quarterback whose last name rhymes with homo. <laughs> I say that shit on Angel Dust. I know I've tried like Tony Homo. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the Michael Irvin is in the crowd. God, this is just. <laughs> Artie, uh, all right. I I don't know the the Artie Lang recovery timeline, but like this this may have been a low. <laughs> this might have been when things were. This might have been one of the many dark times. I just pulled a hamstring, <laughs> looking for some sort of segue. I'll be pulling a hamstring later to fucking. Thank you. Yeah, it seems like. I think this is our Artie. It seems like. Structure my next Thursday. So like, hey, so you're on your way. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, no one's watching. <laughs> what about you and the fishbowl? Have you had to deal with anything after coming out of nowhere and being on SNL all of a sudden? Uh nothing nothing horrible. Uh no no uh, no scuttlebutt to speak of at that com. But you know, Joe, it's exciting for me to be here. Not because of you, but um, <laughs> because I loved your father. And, and I love you too. You're the best. He's great at what he does, Joe Buck. <laughs> See, we were saying before we even knew Artie saying it, I wasn't ripping off Artie. Uh, so do I. But um, I don't have as much money. Uh, but um, Jack. I just want to see Joe Buck get mad. Correct. And <laughs> is, is, like a lot of people think Louis Armstrong. It was your. I won't smile. At what point does Artie light a cigarette? <laughs> Yeah, right here. Do that, sir. Sir, you cannot do that. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm like Beretta. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna kill my In wife. Jail. You put a cigarette in there. You can't. That joke. No, no, please. Say what you mean, Joe. All Shit, right, we got to that is that's such I love that joke. That the, I'm like Beretta. I'm gonna kill my wife. <laughs> I think Joe said that. You're gonna kill your wife. Plug on it. Seriously, we, we I, I want to 
ask you about, but you're, you're alive, I've known you since we were 18. Yeah. You've not yeah. changed one bit. Uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, you, uh, or you? I, well, I'm well, <laughs> That's it. The rest is vamping. Good part two, but I have no interest in watching. Uh, I, the, <laughs> it's a. I, I didn't hear Joe say it. Either way, I absolutely. I I love. I love the joke. I really enjoy the joke. I'm like Beretta. Well, are you gonna kill your wife? <laughs> no, I'm gonna kill my wife. <laughs> In any case, yeah. I, uh, God, this was a while ago now. Yeah. Time flies, right? Ten full years. We're we're playing ten year old clips and two month old clips. Nothing from today. Wait, Costco makes golf clubs. I don't want to watch this entire nine-minute review of Costco golf clubs, but it's yes, very funny. Do. It's lie. really fun. Is that real? Is that is that a bit? Is there really Kirk, Kirkland signature wedges? It looks like there are. You'll have to wait for Christmas and see. I have very good golf clubs. I've been uh, I've been golfing more, so I get golf uh, videos in my Kirkland brand golf clubs. That rules. I <laughs> I <laughs> look uh, at the box these clubs come in. Oh my! <laughs> they look good. How do you know? How can you tell? Like, why do they look good? They're pretty shiny. They're shiny. Okay. Yeah, they got like, and they got different like gradients of uh, club face, so that's cool too. Uh, it's cool when golf clubs do exactly what they're supposed to do. Hit balls. Yeah, at different angles. Right. Um. The other, the other thing we noticed about Joe Buck when he was announcing is that he and Troy Aikman were there in the same room. And Troy Aikman was just, like, in a suit, like, normal clothes. And Joe Buck was, like, bundled in a trench coat. Like, and we just wondered, that's not a signature Joe Buck thing, right? He doesn't always wear that. He was, like, very, um, very succinctly tied, like, around his waist. He was just very, like, and it was, like, a big coat. It was weird. And Troy Aikman uh, was just in like regular clothes. We didn't know why that was. Listen, Troy Aikman, he's a big man. Uh, he's probably wearing long underwear. He's a, you know, he's an NFL quarterback for a long time. Uh, yeah. He's a, a, I mean, he's, he's from California, but he, uh, uh, you know, he spent plenty of time outdoors uh, in in the, in the cold winter months. He's got three Super Bowl rings, and uh, and he he's, and despite what uh, uh, people said about him, because he was also called gay for about ten years. Oh, um, was he? See, I didn't know that. I didn't really pay attention to the Cowboys ever. He also uh, got hot mic'd a couple weeks ago. We talked about it. Yeah. Oh, he did? What happened? What did he say? He, he, <laughs> he said, uh, they, they, go ahead. It was uh, it was actually a good one. He was he was talking about how the 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 military flyovers are a waste of money, and he pronounced. Oh, that's it. awesome. And uh, he he just said, uh, uh, he he spent enough time in Texas to have said uh, uh, he he's one of these he's one of these Dallas liberals. So <laughs> he just goes, you're not going to get that with a, a Kamala Biden ticket. I'll tell you that, partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they just like laughed at how much money they were wasting. He said, I think he said partner. 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 I don't know. Have, have either of you ever said y'all in earnest? By accident. Yeah, yes. I feel like it was only by accident, but I think I may have, and I'm embarrassed to admit it. Right, anytime I ever did it, I was just like, did I just, like, fuck, I hope nobody heard that. I know, I immediately, like, hmm. I don't, I, I feel like it was a long time ago. 
I said uh, th- there was th- there was some article somewhere, uh, probably not worth giving that much credit to, but said like uh, about how uh, as a culture we need to move beyond saying you guys because it is uh, because it's uh, gendered, and uh, I no I, I uh, whatever. But I, one of the suggestions that was put forward was replacing you guys with y'all, and I said uh, I'm like you if if you hear me say y'all to a room full of people it will be much more offensive than me saying you guys absolutely not it just like if you look absolutely. at me and hear my voice saying y'all <laughs> to, uh, to uh, y'all it, it will seem it, it will seem vaguely racist <laughs> it'll seem like i'm doing some sort of bit Everyone i i, I want to say use Use. use well that's yins. use you could do i like yins uh, although i can't say that i ever said that honestly yins. Like, like, i am from part of i am from the part of pa that like people would say that you're like, from the yins part we're from the use part of yeah. well we're uh, south jersey we yins? are it's we're the same that's yins guys yins. you could never say heard that, that i guess but you would just say yins we're the north we yeah. are the absolute northern edge of what uh, of the the Delmarva uh, accent, and um, and we still have a little bit of that because Philadelphia and Baltimore accents are are very similar, um, and so so we still have a we both of us have a bit of it, um, and uh, you pick up use uh, a lot of my family says use. My uncle's eulogy at my grandmother's funeral began yes. with the words, you guys know I haven't always been the best son. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I want my... I, He's I just nervous. Funeral. <laughs> He's trying to keep it loose. Use <laughs> guys. I don't, I, I, I don't remember a word anyone else said. Except, except for that. Um, at my at my grandfather's funeral, somehow during like the word, uh, my aunt somehow ended up bringing the the Penn State football scandal and Jerry Sandusky <laughs> at his funeral, like during the actual service. Oh, and, Joe Paterno! Yeah, yeah. Joe Paterno did nothing wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and we all just sat there like, "Huh? How did how did we get here? We don't we don't know, but we miss Grandpa. We know that." It's like it was like Walter bringing up Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, it exactly. It, it exactly was that. Hill three two four. <laughs> it was amazing. I don't know how she got there, but she did it. Uh, at, at my older brother's wedding, during his, uh, I guess it was the uh, what is it the night before? What do you what do they call that? Night, the night before the party? no, the night before the wedding, the, the rehearsal dinner. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, he didn't know. He was real nervous because he had to speak in front of like fifteen people, uh, and he didn't know how to use the term "in lieu of." Just didn't know what it meant. <laughs> oh no! But he used it three times no! <laughs> in like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so hard to like reproduce what he said because every time I try and say something, I'm just like, well, we're glad you guys could all come here. So in lieu of that, and like that's even kind of close. It just, it's yeah. just like as a and as a transition. Like, yeah, it just uses it as using a using in lieu of for so as I was saying. It was something. It was like <laughs> just right like, but uh, I don't know. Anyway, in lieu of that, 
<laughs> no, because that was even like that's even like I don't know. In lieu of that is like a the in lieu of what we were saying before. That. Right. It, it, and he said it after the third time he said it, uh, Richie's dad, my next door neighbor growing up's dad, he was like, who's Lou? <laughs> <laughs> and we all just fucking died. That's hilarious. <laughs> Poor Rick. Um, all right. What do you say we end the show? It's been an hour. Wait, wait. I have one more question. Oh, Liz, okay. has, Liz actually watched uh, uh, sports and, and yeah, wait, Liz I, prepped for the show. I have and here yeah, Brendan yeah. is question. just trying to I'm shut sorry, the whole guys. thing down. Scum. Stop the Brendan's out there chanting stop the count. And it makes stop me sick. Stop the show. Stop the show. No. Not until every question is asked. <laughs> In lieu of that, let's have Liz. <laughs> um also, where is John Madden? Where is uh, I don't he think he's you know, dead, I, but I think he's, he's enjoying like his retirement. He's probably in like a Sean Connery sort of situation where he's just okay. living out his remaining years in the Bahamas. Yeah, okay. something like that. All right. I we hope just, so. At we least. just remembered him and we're like, huh, where's that guy? Um, okay. Uh, what officially stops the clock in football? Running out of bounds, a penalty, uh-huh. an incomplete pass. Okay, so it's, the the ball has to yeah the, the ball has to hit the ground. Okay, it's running out of bounds, but they don't stop they don't stop the clock if like you're doing a running play, but you get tackled. Right, it keeps running. Right, okay, got it, it keeps running. Uh, first yeah. down stops the clock in college, but not okay. in the NFL. Okay, weird. Why? I don't know. There's different rules for that. It's like it's it's also like in college. Did, did actually did they change this? Um, for years ago in college, it used to be that you only had to have one foot in That's for it to be a catch. Rule. That's still a rule. Yep. And and in college, uh, pass interference is only 15 yards rather than to the spot of the foul. So makes uh, a difference. Yeah, that, that makes a huge difference. I don't know why these rules are different. It's the same way in college basketball. The three point line is closer. They moved it back a bit. Did they? They they moved it back. Is it the full NBA three now, or is it still slightly shorter? I I don't I don't know. I think but they, like yeah, for for basically uh, fifty years, the three point line was much closer, and it just what like I I don't know why they would do that. Seems pointless. But then again, there's a lot of criticisms to be made for about college sports that are probably slightly more important, mostly about how no one gets paid. But drowning in regulation in this country, yeah. you no, know? just drowning in it. Sure, I understand sure. that. I work I work for the state. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do get it. Um. Oh, and my last thing actually is not actually a question. We just thought it was really funny. On the goalposts, it says end racism. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, is the goal. Field goals for uh, anti-racist work. I don't know. Well, Uh, no. It was was just hilariously in the background of a shot, like very big and very clearly. And real. huh, I guess we should and racism hadn't thought about it before i, I saw it on that goalpost but yeah just like what person is this like a like a like sun, sunrise moment for them like, reminding oh my the God. Players, like every time they see it like oh yeah i better be ending racism actually it would be extreme like i would love to speak to the person who was just like well i hadn't really thought about it before yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i, I, saw it on I the think that that person probably has a fascinating yeah. mind like that's that those are those are like undecided voters that are uh that yeah. that are seeing that and just going like I need to reevaluate my I got my, I my I principles need to here. About this. Right, Ken Bowen just looking at that and going like that's a good point. We really I mean, should. At the very I least, it probably it probably has made a couple people think twice and just like not say it so loudly. 
Tom. Sure. Like I think um, there there might be some of that. Like there there was always like the uh uh you would see that there was like the sleeve patch. I think during Champions League games that would just like say no to racism. You know, like there are probably people who like at the very least just like I might not be able to just like volunteer these opinions anymore. I, I you know it hasn't happened to me in a long time now that I was just somewhere where someone just started saying something racist because I was also white. Like hmm. I got plenty of that. I would say when I was you know working for the township and I would just be yeah. standing in a deli and some guy would just start like would just look at the cover of the post and then have the post of the Trentonian and just like believe hello Frida. Her, I think she came through on that. I would think she got picked up by the she, microphone. Here, Frida, say something. Did you hear her? Yes. I did hear something. <laughs> You're a very vocal cat. <laughs> she's, so, she's so loud. Um, <laughs> but those, yeah, those were those were all of my questions. That yeah, was, that was the all that I racism field goal post has very strong, like Obama ending the NBA. Uh, protest the nba strike so that they could open polling places at stadiums and you can do more by playing than by not playing i'm just like no you can't like use people are your- gonna miss this in two days like you have an actual platform <laughs> use your game use your game so uh, to make a statement i don't understand i just don't understand the logic there I don't- also, also worth mentioning that the last two presidential candidates that have embarrassed this country uh are handpicked by obama I tried to say that I read like some tweet to my parents the weeks and weeks ago. And it was just something along the lines of like, listen, if, if liberals are going to like actually take a step forward in this country, like you guys got to let Obama go. You got to let him go. And they're just like, what? No, absolutely not. We love Obama. And it's like, I don't know. We're going to keep losing, dude. Imagine how different this whole country would be if, uh, if Obama and Hillary, if Obama never forgave Hillary Clinton for the things that she said during 2008. Yeah, if he was just like, just fuck her. She's out of yep. the. Yeah, I'm. I'm making like, it my career to end if, her career now. She, fuck you. If she, yeah. uh, if she talked about, uh, or, or if uh, Obama had talked about her the way that, like, say, I know they didn't run against each other, but, um, but like the way that Trump talks about, like John McCain or something like that. If like that's where their relationship was, right. like that, like a lot of things could have been avoided. I don't know who run, who runs in 2016 if if it weren't Hillary Clinton. Uh, they probably would have talked Biden back into it if they didn't have Hillary. Yeah, back, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Be, yeah because uh, and, uh, honestly, in sixteen, Bernie would have mopped the floor with Biden. Just Bernie and Biden on the stage for out because that was all those debates. It was just Bernie and Hillary. Those two. Well, the, yeah, but the reason for that was that the, they cleared the field for her. It's like uh, it's like the treatment that Cuomo gets uh, here. It, it's just like no one, no serious person is going to run against him. Because he is the party. That's why Cynthia Nixon had to do it. And everyone can just go like, she, oh, oh, so some fucking actress. And just like, well, yeah, because no like actual, you know, politician, like everyone knows better than to try to get in the way. Because that's, right. that's, that's it for you. If yeah, you stand, I don't even think stand that up to him, like, that's it for you. I don't even think that that's like a thing that AOC would be interested in doing. It's just like a big risk for no reason. Like, maybe you end up, what, governor or senator or whatever? But, like, probably not. And it's for, I mean, it seems very, it seems too soon for, and not, you know, not that I wouldn't support her, but it just, I don't know. That just uh, seems too fast to me. I don't think she would get the, 
I don't think she would get the traction and like. I, I think somebody's gonna push her to run in twenty twenty four for president. I think so too, and I think that's a bad idea. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. She's, yeah, I don't know I either. Because part idea. of me just says like, strike while the iron's hot, and I don't know. She's, if the iron's still be hot she's in four years. But really she's good online. She's still not a great public speaker. She has a weird voice. It's not her fault, obviously. It's just what she's that's what she was born with. But she has a weird speaking voice. Yeah, I think she, mayor of New York City, something like that. No, mayor of New York is the kiss of death. Nobody ever goes on to bigger office from that. Right, but she doesn't need to. She she belongs in New York. She can just yeah, but mayor of New York for like twenty years. No, but there's term limits. Uh, Not if AOC has anything to do with it. She could be she uh she potentially could be senator though. You know who I'm gonna vote for for mayor of New York? Scott Michael, Stringer. Michael Johnson. No, I'm not running. Do it. I refuse. I can't. I I can't. I can't have my name dragged through the mud like that. Do you see the way that they sh- they treat these people? Doesn't matter. There's so many Michael Johnsons. They Who's die in the, talking about they you? Die in the street like dogs. Other, you're a different Michael. A different That's yeah. And if they ever ask, well, do you know, you're. Your opponent said these terrible. Anyway, I want to I want to get out ahead of it. I've not consulted Brendan, but he'll agree with me after I give him five minutes. Uh, the the Dismal Tide officially endorses Scott Stringer for mayor in New York City. I, That's number one. Okay. Number number two, I will not be running uh, because a bunch of people uh, will come out of the woodwork to talk uh, to tell a bunch of say a bunch of nasty things about me. Many of them lies. Some of them probably true about how I was rude to them in high school. Maybe I think that would come up. I think uh, uh, I, I think other people in marching band that uh, were because uh, here's <laughs> yeah, the thing. Okay. Just like <laughs> yeah. it's one of the more fascinating things in this world is about how there's a hierarchy of nerds, um, and uh, you know, um, my uh, in marching band, like everyone there is pathetic and not worthy of any respect. But like among themselves, there's still like this uh, this order. Um, and I, I, I never thought of myself as uh, I, I was not good or important. I could barely play any of my instruments, but I was friends with all the people that really could. And were like all the, all, all of all the section leaders and all of the, like the best players were all of us. And, uh, and, and as such, we all together uh, bullied <laughs> everyone else. I've heard all of the stories. I know what happened. I know what went on. Yeah. Uh, we made kids drink from puddles and things. Like- Actually, we didn't make anybody do it. He, he seemed well, to- all right. He loved it. Yeah, he, he seemed it. to. You mm-hmm. seemed he, to know that you were wrong. To, though, he seemed, but he that. he loved like we. He, he, he loved he, drinking he, out of puddles. He drank like from that puddle puddles no, every day. He would have drank from that puddle no matter what. Yeah. See. Seems like you're making some excuse. Seems like you're 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 already playing from behind. But um Listen, it's something people. It was not. It was is the eighties. Well, we were discussing this earlier. I can't say that Michael Johnson did anything wrong because you can just say like, yeah, I must have been talking about a different one. That's not me. There's so many Michael Johnsons. That's not me. He's not talking. We about we can edit all this out. I well, can, uh, maybe you can. I don't edit the show anymore, Mike. In any case, uh, here I'm gonna clap, and you can start it from there. 
any case, we uh, a lot a lot of uh, bullying going on in uh, uh, in the marching band, and uh, I'm not. There, there's nothing especially. Uh, wait, terrible. wait, wait. So you want me to? I'm I'm getting rid of everything that you said before that clap. I have to get rid of everything before the clap, right? Yeah. Entire thing. Okay. Started, what about this bit right here? here? We'll cut ninety seconds. Where I, where I uh, yeah. <laughs> what about this bit now? Do I have to cut? Should I? Maybe you should clap twice this time, so I'll know for the second clap. Well, I only heard one clap. Only one came through in the Wi-Fi. Something happened. I didn't hear any claps that yeah, time. Yeah, no claps. What are you doing? <laughs> Why is it so pathetic? Quiet. He's doing it quiet on purpose. He's trying to make it quiet. I think he's doing the reggaeton beat. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? I have no idea because it's so quiet. Very reggaeton. Oh my god, I got so Yeah, the nerd hierarchies are very funny to me. All right. Brennan wasn't in marching band. He doesn't know. Nah, I was doing other stuff. Uh, equally less, equally not cool. Well, your loss. I guess. Wouldn't you could have come up to New York and played outside, not inside, but outside Lincoln Center, and uh, you could have gone to Dallas Barbecue with us. But I didn't get to do that. I uh, just I what went, it is. I want to. You threw it all away. You didn't care. You didn't give a shit. All this musical talent down the drain. Now all I use my musical talent for is to sing "Puddle of Mud and Stained." Say like your beautiful singing voice. Your 90s alt-rock singing voice. I love the way you look at me. <laughs> oh, can I do any stained stimulus check parodies? <laughs> uh, I'm going to look up stained right quick. I just wanted $1,200. <laughs> you yeah. were just too busy with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the only sting song I think of is Now I'm older and I realize I could just have cashed these checks all day. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen the way the check looks. In. You know, I didn't think this one through. <laughs> Which is the best way to do it. <laughs> the best way to do it is just start. <laughs> well, in the mail. Let, oh shit! Um, wait, um, hang, hang on, hang on. I, hang on. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to work out an outside one. Let kill, kill some time. Just start talking, and while I work on my outside parody. Uh, name three doors down songs. I'm looking for three doors down. I'm gonna try and do three doors down. <laughs> if I go crazy, then will you still send me a stimulus check? <laughs> If will I you go still crazy, cash? then will you still cash this check for me? Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, that's not it. That's not it. That's not good enough. <laughs> no, wrong, no wrong answers. There's no wrong answers here. <laughs> I'm here without you, baby. And I still want my fucking check. Think about... Well, you could just sing here without you just about the check. I'm just like I'm sitting in my living room. I'm here without you. I want my check now. I'm cashing in. Yeah. <laughs> it's $1,200. <laughs> 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 
maybe maybe when uh, Nancy Pelosi turned down the deal she was listening to, it's not my time. What is the what is the best three doors down song? Jeans to buy a Tesla too. <laughs> Tesla's the first thing I thought. You can't buy a Tesla for twelve hundred dollars. Uh, what's your favorite three doors dong? Oh boy, three doors dong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it for us this week. <laughs> three doors dong. Fuck, show's end, over. You end three on a high doors dong. <laughs> Get really mad that you said three doors dong by accident. I didn't. <laughs> and then, and then Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Roughly ends. Yeah. I gotta yeah. put in a couple claps. I'll delete cut, everything before cut that. All clap. This. <laughs> <laughs> and why is it uh, here without you? Why is it? Why is that everybody's favorite three doors down song? This song's so boring. It's not even. It's not a funny song. <laughs> Agree to that. I, I find that song that very funny because it sucks. It's so boring, and it's mm-hmm. just like it's like their number two hit. It's got three hundred million plays on <laughs> <laughs> fucking Spotify. I'm, I'm on Spotify to... right now. I don't just like have them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just like know the three doors down. For you to just have those stats in your head. But, yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> Kryptonite four hundred and forty-two million. Huh. You're still on my lonely mind. Think about you, baby. I haven't thought about that song in a very long time. I haven't thought about Three Doors Down in a long time. If I could be like that, I'd do anything. If I could get that check, yeah, I could do anything. <laughs> to have twelve hundred bucks. Wait, I could do when I'm uh, in my way. When I'm gone, uh. uh Hang on, let me look up the lyrics to when I'm gone. Because I think I got something. Oh, you know what? No, I, I think I mistake my songs. Not My Time is the best Three Doors Down song. Uh, hold on. You don't have to imagine for long. Get to the chorus. All right. I don't care what Mike says. This has been the Dismal Tide. It's over. We're ending the show. You know why? Oh, I thought he was going to say it's not my time. All right. Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye. I'm going to work out my when I'm gone parody and whether or not it, it's not going to make it on air, but I'm going to get there. I promise you. You can't wait to see the tweet. Her microphone has seen better days. This is uh, Liz. Thanks for joining us. I know you don't really want to plug any social media, so we'll just say goodbye to Liz. Um, I'm Brendan, as always. Uh, have a good week. See you next week. Have a good week.
Oh, yeah. I love you. 